Welcome, horror fans, to HHN365, a Halloween Horror Nights podcast. As always, my name is Mike, and I'm here with my co-host, Duff. Hey, guys. We make up your host team. We have a special treat for you today. We've been talking about it basically since the beginning. Literally we, since our first episode. First episode, we've been teasing it. We have our first house dissection. Oh, I'm excited. Do yes. you want to tell them a little bit about what a house dissection is? Yes, so house dissection is basically we're going to take... Um, each house from each year um, we're not going to go back to the previous years probably but yeah this um, is going to be like a moving forward moving forward thing. type of maybe thing maybe we'll pick like kind of like best houses ever yeah. and like pick definitely. on them definitely um, I think some of our favorite houses we might go back and do a, yeah. do a dissection yeah. but for the most part it's just going to be kind of like a mover forward type of thing so we're going to uh, go back and take a look at HHN 29 while we're getting ready for 30 mm-hmm. yeah um, so we're going to start with the first one um, so well before we get to that so house dissections are basically going to be a way for that we can preserve the house mm-hmm. because you know we're not really supposed to film in them yes there are videos out there Mostly from Media Night, that they cut out a lot of the rooms and, and many of the houses. At least for Orlando. For at least for Orlando, so they're not really a great way to preserve them. Um, I figured out that this would be a good way. At least um, I'm an auditory person. I love podcasts, so this would be a fun way for people who do, who really want to relive them um, while you're driving to work, mm-hmm. or if you didn't get to experience the event at all, this would be a fun way to let two guys nerd out about them yeah, and yeah. listen about it. While we'd still recommend going and watching the POV if you did not experiencing it, this is going to be a much more detailed version of what you'll get to see as right. a lot of rooms are cut um, per universal policy during the media events. Right, and sometimes the POV, the light's not great, yeah. the qualities yeah. aren't that great, the sound's uh, not that great. We're going to try to talk about everything you would experience of going to these houses multiple times. Yep. You would would have picked up on. All right. So, do we want to reveal what house we're doing for this one? Uh, you know what? Let's do it. Let's just tell Let's them right now. So we wanted to uh, start with a bang. So oh. we. So uh, I think we've talked about this very recently. The last episode. Yes. Was this not named uh, House of the Decade by both of us? No, it wasn't my. No, house you of were the right. Decade. You were number. It was number three. Two. 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 It was number no number two. Number two, number one for me. Number, number one all yes. time for me. Yes, actually, I announced. Um, that's graveyard games. Graveyard games. Yes. So definitely, probably our favorite house of HHN twenty nine. Oh yeah, yeah. We already announced yeah. that. Um, lots of fun things about it. I thought this would be a great house to kind of show exactly what a house dissection looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to have a pretty solid structure about how we. Uh, kind of wrote up an outline of things we wanted to go starting kind of all from pre-announcement rumors and leading up to uh, date announcements that type of thing Um, if you didn't get to follow any of it we're going to kind of go about how it was all revealed to us um, throughout the year literally every aspect of the house in the house outside the house promotion for the house we're talking about it today we're talking about it today Um, how about before we do that we do have a little news yeah. Um, now let me tell you guys This time of year News isn't Confirmed news yes, right. It's it's mainly rumors yes. um, And we're not just We're going to have segments Where we talk about rumors right. um, But anything we include In this news segment Is going to be more like This is Reoccurring rumors And a lot right. of people Are talking about it And we're going to call it A rumor still Yeah it's still uh, a rumor it's, it's not confirmed by anyway. announced We'll tell you Yeah definitely But yeah so this is A strong rumors I yeah. would say And we have two of them Today actually um, the first one um, is a little bit newer. 
so I'd like to start out by saying if we ever have a rumor from a specific source we will give credit to that source this rumor and actually both rumors we're talking about today are from many different people we don't know where it started so we're not gonna give anyone specific credit um, and steal from someone else so we're just gonna tell you what many people have been saying Right. Um, the first one is apparently Academy of Villains have been offered uh, to come back to Halloween Horror Nights however not at the Fear Factor stage Ooh. it would be at one of the in park stages we're assuming the normal temporary location um, so that kind of leads into the Bill and Ted returning rumor, um, which is more just speculation because um, anniversary year, right. uh, they got the movie coming out this all year. all those post surveys that people yeah, got. Yeah, the surveys. So that just kind of, it really feeds that when they say, Academy of Villains, you can come back, but you don't get Fear Factor stage right. because we already have something else planned for that. Yeah. Again, this is not confirmed. No, no, this, this is, is but it has come. We've heard it from a couple of people. There's a good amount of people saying it. I don't know how many actually heard it, and how many are just regurgitating it. Right. However, it, it it's definitely around. Um, I wouldn't doubt that this one is false, or I wouldn't doubt that this one is real, because I think Bill and Ted's coming back this year. Yes. It makes too much sense not to. Um. Yeah, this this rumor started during HE Chen twenty nine. It did. I yeah, think. No, this, I think the yeah. post post surveys really started that. Okay, maybe Academy Villain does come back, but not necessarily on the same stage. Yeah, maybe we do see. So this has been rumbling for a while, and apparently it's actually being heard now that the offer has been extended to Academy of Villains. Right, they've been told it won't be Fear Factor. So we'll see what happens with that. Um, even if that is the case, does that definitely mean Bill and Ted's coming back? Maybe not. Maybe no, it's another maybe show. Maybe it's something different. Yeah. Maybe they actually finally have something uh, else down the pipeline for Fear yeah. Factor stage where it won't exist. Maybe we get some sort Which of Which people talked about for a while. Show. Yeah. We yeah. We don't icon know. Icon show. Who knows what we're Typically, gonna... Icon shows will take place at the in-park stages. Right. Um, but you never know. You never know. It's HHN 30. Big anniversary. Um, Who knows what we'll see. I still think Villain's Head will be there. Uh, but, me too. Uh, and this just kind of confirms that for me a little bit more. Um, but we'll see what really happens there. All right. What's uh, rumor number two? So the second rumor we have, um, and this one is it's not, it's not speculation, uh, but this is something, this is literally carrying over from HHN29, um, which has started from people hearing um, from I know RIP tour guides on multiple occasions had said um, that they were working on so and so house already by October whatever the day was and they mentioned out of 11 houses um, and then there's some people coming in now saying they've heard oh yeah there's 11 houses um, this one is a little less concrete um and where, like, what the sources are. Right. Um, I've heard a couple people say the same things about their, oh, my RIP tour guide said so, and, um, you know, do they have that information as an RIP tour guide? Have they have heard it, potentially? Do they know people um, working on the event? Yeah, it's very possible. Could just be a slip of the tongue, honestly, when it comes to RIP. But it's kind of like that whole, like, Disney, oh, the bus driver told me thing, you know? Yeah. Is it that, or is this kind of happening and just kind of slipped like you said right, right. Um, was it discussed but not definitely happening so the RIP right. tour guide heard this it was a possibility right. just kind of slipped out right. we don't know um, 
we have no actual insight into this one whatsoever. No, we don't. Um, all I know is that as of now, Universal came out and stated they will have 10 houses. But we also know they said a date range, and that's already changed from when right. they first announced it. I don't think anything right now that they've said is set in stone. Um, but th- this one is more of just kind of a lot of people saying, I've heard this, I've heard that. I think there's a lot of regurgitation going on at this point. Right. Um, but that's the rumor right now. Um, 11 Houses uh, is one of the big rumors out there. Awesome. Well, let's. should we hop into our dissection? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. So we've already said it. It's going to be Graveyard Games is the house. Um, that is from ATN 29, 2019. Um, so leading up into kind of rumors and of of he 29 very early on there was rumors and links of swirling around a house that was codenamed ghosts in the graveyard mm-hmm. and that lead led into casting for this house of ghosts in the graveyard um but all these other houses were being announced and there was no house that fit that fit that description up until august 8th 2019 we finally got revealed the original house called Graveyard Games, um, and then we finally got well. Okay, this is Ghosts in the yeah. Graveyard. And I gotta say, the uh, the initial reception from fans wasn't that excited. No, because I mean, it's a very simple story for like a, a, a Halloween Horror Nights type event, right. a hunt. It's it a graveyard. Kind of generic, it's to ghosts. Be with yeah, you. yeah, it did. It didn't seem very um, too exciting. I don't think most people were too excited no, about it. Just because the story was, well, yeah, I mean, it's a haunt. Like, that's that's easy. But then there were a few people, um, I don't know their names, but, like, on forums and social media I did see that, that called it. And they were like, listen, this is easy pickings. They should be able to nail this. Right. This has potential to be really good just because it's such an easy concept for a haunt. Um, so a little mixed, but I'd say for the most part, People were. Right. It wasn't high on their uh, anticipation hype list and their yeah. hype lists. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they revealed that and us, and then basically they hadn't revealed the shows yet, and then they revealed the shows, and then it was it was that was it. it was yeah. go-time. That was one of the last things. It was one to of the last announced. things, other than the shows. I know people are like, "What are they going to do with shows?" Um, and then yeah, they announced the two shows, and then it was it was go mm-hmm. time. Um, so then, so it was located in the parade warehouse. Um, uh, Notable previous houses in the same location are like Scary Tales from uh, 2008, Silver Screams from 2009, um, The Hollowed Pass from 2010, Forsaken, Roanoke, Trick or Treat. Um, those are kind of the highlights. Um, yeah, it's the first year was yeah, in there. first year they ever been in there was 2008, and then it's been one in there ever since. Mm-hmm. Um, they built a whole new parade building as well, um, where you would have seen Universal Monsters this exactly year. this year. That one's more, much more of a newer. Oh yeah, this one's been around for a while. Yeah, um, ads, TV spots, nothing like, no, nothing really, no ads or TV spots. You don't really see those for the original houses too often. No, and then I, if you did see anything like that, let us know because we haven't, we never saw anything. We even did a little searching to make sure we didn't miss anything. We didn't find anything, so we're we're pretty confident that there was yeah. no kind of advertisement. Um, for this house outside of the announcement right now there was social media integration uh, mm-hmm. so along with that press release on august 8th 8th announcing the house it revealed the house would have an online interactive element uh, it stated um, quote 
In the Ascension Paris Cemetery, it's normal to find teens playing amongst the tombstones. You'll find yourself witnessing the repercussions of disrespectful antics of two, t two teens who have awakened the spirits of the dead. As you roam through the uh, cemetery, you'll wind through dark mausoleums and decaying piles and coffins. Ghosts of, of every shape and form will rise from the tombstones to exact revenge as you try to escape in a maze of crumbling tombstones and mausoleums. Um, skeletal beings, ghastly apparitions, vengeful spirits will try to drag you to the grave, and in the end, you'll find what happens to set out who to face the cemetery. Before you enter the haunted house, take the opportunity to chat with a few local teens and storytellers of the town. Starting September 6th, all you need is your phone and the Facebook Messenger um, to the Halloween Horror Nights page. You'll learn the history of spooky legends and, and the cemetery keeps better be prepared for what awaits than finding yourself coming to a dead end stuff so i know you were really into um doing this beforehand uh, tell us a little bit what happened yeah so chat. um honestly i wasn't too excited about this aspect i thought it was cool and i thought it'd be fun as a one-time thing what i learned is that this could go on forever you could chat with them it, really? it just never stopped. It never I, ne stopped. I, I never came to an end. I don't know if anyone ever came to a complete end. Cause there was, it just kept going. Cause it was one of those things uh, where you hit a certain part of the story. Like, do you want to hear about this or do you want to hear about this? And you could take it so many different ways. Um, and really, um, the amount of details there are, I cannot even begin to cover how in-depth they are in this episode. Um, that's something where you can probably find some transcripts online where I recommend. If you're interested in the backstory... Um, go check it out. Um, but I can give you a brief overview of what it was about. Sure. So basically, you're chatting with three main people. Um, you're going to talk to Tommy, who is a kid who hangs out in the cemetery, um, which according to the story you hear, pretty common there. Kids go, they hang out there. You know, normal thing kids do, I guess. I didn't hang out in the cemetery. No, but never done that. You know, I guess that's what happens <laughs> in uh, the Ascension Parish. Yeah, it sounds like there's not much to do. Yeah, no. <laughs> Um, then you also hear from Nancy, um, who's going to be one of the main characters you hear about throughout the house. Um, she, she's pretty much just a bully, um, and she kind of just talks down to everyone else in the chat. Uh, the final main person you'll hear from is Tommy's grandpa, Gramps. Now, Gramps basically is going to act as the storyteller throughout this time. Um, so he's going to tell you all the myths, the legends, or what you think are myths and legends. Um, so basically... What you're going to hear from Gramps in his stories um, is that you talk about Evangeline Albright. Um, so basically, she was a woman. She married a lot of rich men. While she was married to these rich men, they ended up dying. Okay. Um, We've heard it sounds familiar. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> um, now, Evangeline also really wanted a child. Unfortunately for her, she was unable to bear children. Um, uh -huh. Now... She decides to spend all this money she's made inheriting from her dead husbands. You know, however they died. Who knows? Could be accidents. Uh -huh. um, she decides to build a cemetery. Um, this is going to be the cemetery that you enter, the Ascension Parish Cemetery. Um, so basically she built this laid out. It's a multitude of circles all within one another. Funnily enough, as she passes away, she is buried here. Um, you'll hear some legends from Grandpa saying that she is still seen to this day. 
Uh, many of the children that hang out will see her if she glows. So she took on the name Glowing Mother. Why did she take on the name Glowing Mother, Mike? You may wonder. I do wonder. This is because apparently there was quite a large amount of children who were buried at this cemetery. Remember when we were talking about earlier she could not bear children but really wanted them? She's basically taken on a mother role over these children buried at this cemetery. Gotcha. Um, now, along with the children who go there just to hang out, there are a lot of teens who go there. Teens aren't like the kids. They like to vandalize. These teens who go and vandalize do not come back. They end up passing away on their ventures out to the cemetery. If these stories are to believe, the glowing mother took their lives for messing with her cemetery. Gotcha. So that's kind of the what you the backstory that was revealed in the social media integration. Um, let's go into another category: um, overall popularity, wait times, and overall reception of the house throughout the event. Um, I'd say, as far as like the popularity and wait time averages, uh, it, it's definitely in the upper tier of right. HHN twenty nine. Um, it usually carried one of the higher weights, right? At least in the upper half, you'd say. It was definitely not the t like the top one no, or two. Well, I would say it's like a three or four. Gen in general, wait times were not too bad this year for whatever reason. Yeah, they they were very concentrated to Stranger Things, uh, Ghostbusters sometimes. Basically, you know the the norm. They hit the big IPs, right? Um, and then it just depends on what time of day because um, in, in a path that's set right. for them. I would say an average wait time we would find for this house was about 45 minutes. Yeah, probably. Right? That, that's kind of yeah. like... I don't think I ever saw it um, above 90. I think that's kind of like... It. Whereas you saw others, uh, Stranger Things, Stranger Things 300 was, minutes. That was its average time. It was like yeah, 90. At least. 90. Yeah, you never saw it below 90, really. No. Um, so it, it wasn't too bad of waits, um, but still in the upper half of last year's event. Um, as far as reception goes, uh, I'd say it's very strong. Right, yes. Among, Definitely among the community. Yeah, among the community, very much so. Uh, a lot of people within the Horror Nights community had it as their top or one of their top two houses. Right. Um, but the impressive thing is that it seemed that even the general public really did enjoy this house. Um, which, like we were saying before, the, uh, the big IPs get the big weights and typically get the... Uh, bigger reaction out of the general public. However, Graveyard Games did as well this time. Right. Oh, so moving on to um, themed merch, there was really no exclusive themed merch for this house. Nope. You don't really see it for originals too often. Mm -mm. Um, no, not anymore, at least. Not anymore, anymore. Yeah. Um, so then the queue slash outside side facade. Um, there's really nothing special about the queue necessarily. Um, and then the outside facade on the the outside of the building of the warehouse, they had the Facebook feed that kind of told a little bit more of the story. Mm -hmm. um, and then it had just kind of the logo projection of the glowing mother to kind of start uh, revealing her a little mm -hmm. bit. Um, that was about it going yeah. on outside, right? Yeah, I mean, because basically, if you know what the parade warehouse queue is like, it's, it's like it has been every year. Um, you basically come through Kid Zone. And then it's a long, yep. long straightaway to the house entrance. And that's what it was this year. It's basically two lanes, one entering, one exiting most of the way. And um, a lot of switchbacks, yeah. just kind of like straight, straight mm -hmm. shot. Yeah, exactly. Um, 
but yeah, so n not much to it. Um, I feel like in this location, there's usually not much of an outside facade yeah. um, or anything additional to the queue. Um, kind of touching on the Facebook feed being projected along the parade warehouse, though. Um, so it basically went through the three characters you can talk to across Messenger and shows different messages that you don't see through them when you're talking to them. Um, you'll even see videos that Sid and Nancy have taken. Some right. of them laughing about the situation they're in. Others of them being pretty scared of something. Right. We don't really know what yet. But uh, there, there's definitely some ominous moments across that Facebook feed. Right. So then um, you then enter the building and you're immediately greeted by Gates. I feel like we should mention it's not actually Facebook. By the way, it's not. It's, it just looks exactly like a Facebook okay. feed. Well, it's, it, was, it, it was a generic, generic social media, social media that Facebook type feed. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it, it was Friendster. Yes, it was Friendster. It's thank, coming, yeah, it's thank you, back. thank you. Yeah, yeah, the Friendster. Friendster. Feed. Yeah. Um, yeah. So then you in, enter the building and you're immediately greeted by the Parish Cemetery gates. Mm -hmm. um, you slowly approach the gates because this was so slow moving all the time i think that's something that has to be said is um just due to how scary it was and uh a room that will reveal yeah. at the end and there's a large reason that this gets backed up it was always backed up and you would just just be so slow going through this and it started basically from the beginning yeah um you entered the through the gates and then there was an immediately a scare onto your left which was uh sid revealing himself with um, Kansas spray paint and there was an air trigger so he kind of blows it into your face and he calls you a dork uh, for getting scared and he laughs and then he kind of turns around and resets and he just keeps doing that yep and uh, honestly for being as simple of a scare as it is had some good results um, I didn't oh, yeah. see I didn't see too many people fall this year I saw multiple people fall from that scare. Yeah. Surprising. It's I, so quick. You may, don't normally yeah, see it's very, it's very quick. It's a very open space that's uh, scenic. Uh -huh. I feel like it that early, just because it feels like just the first facade. And right. it, it basically is. There's, not There's usually a not a scare. Right. Because it, it is. So he is positioned as soon as you walk in. Right. Um, and he's hidden by the gates. Yeah. So you cannot see him. So there's a good chance. Uh, he take, there's a decent gap between his scares. So there's a good chance you're just taking your time, taking things in, and next thing you know, he's in your face, shaking a spray can at you, uh -huh. calling you a dork. Blowing it in, your, in the air trigger, blows air right in mm -hmm. your face. And the great thing is like, he had a little bit of freedom, um, so sometimes he'd kind of, like if he really got someone, he'd also follow them a little bit further down and keep picking uh -huh. on them. Um, so I, I enjoy when they have freedom like that, and he played it really well. He was a great character. All right, then also in this inside facade, you kind of saw just like tombstones and there was like flashlights kind of going across the ground. Mm -hmm. um, there was v vines kind of hanging off of it. Um, it kind of looks unkempt. Definitely overgrown. Overgrown. Um, then you kind of start approaching a mausoleum arch that you go under. Then you are kind of into transition hallway into room two. Yes. And that's when you're going to start seeing graffiti. Um, it's very dark and kind of stays dark. Um, there's like anarchy symbols, um, R.I.P. Lots of just generic like X's on the wall. Mm. Um, something that we notice it says C.G.R.G. is yeah. probably which some... we feel like there's some kind of reference. Not necessarily something that 
we were supposed to understand, but something some sort of that makes Easter sense egg. to the creative team. Yeah, some sort of hidden Easter egg, and maybe um, yeah, who knows what that means? But it's definitely right there, pretty prominent. So it would probably mean something. Mm-hmm. Um, then you, um, what happens next? It looks like you you turn into a tight dark hallway. Um, when you're first walking in, there's a scare on your right, um, which is your kind of the, a moss-covered figure. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like, a, is it a statue? I don't know um, if this one. See, it's tough to know what it's supposed to be because when you say moss-covered, it is like yeah, I think it's moss, like an overglue, like like a statue. like a, what is it? A gully suit. Yeah, like it's supposed to be completely camouflaged as like moss. So I'm not really sure if it's supposed to be a statue or if it's literally supposed to be just kind of this jump figure. Right. right. So. It doesn't make it easy to tell exactly what that's supposed to be. Yeah. There's other statues throughout, so I would kind of consider it a statue. Yeah. It kind of fits. I think that's either a fair ghost, assessment. Yeah, ghosts and statues are kind of the things that's scaring you in this. And I would say this one fits into this statue. Mm. Um, then as you continue down, there's definitely more um, graffiti. And then you're going to approach kind of like metal barred fencing. And then as you get close to those metal metal uh metal bar fencing nancy comes in and runs kind of like a jump scare and she's mm. kind of screaming for your help holding onto the bars like she's trapped yeah she kind of just comes off from out of nowhere so it's, when you're looking at it at first it's just kind of like empty bars nothing really behind it but more wall and space um but when she jumps out it kind of activates more lights as well right um so after she starts asking for help you're going to notice that behind her off to the left of it you're gonna see this glowing figure, Mike. What do you think this glowing figure could possibly could be? It, could she be the glowing mother? The glowing mother. Yeah. That, that would yeah. kind of make sense. Albright. Yeah, I'd say that's exactly yeah. what it is. Yeah. Um, you wouldn't know who that is if you didn't do the the Facebook no. uh, thing. But You'd be like, oh, well, a glowing ghost. Glowing ghost that you probably wouldn't notice if because you were more focused on her begging for help. She was pretty kind of hidden back there. Yeah, she's not revealed quite yet. Um, then you continue down and you hang a hard left. Um, there's a bull hole to the left, which is um, a statue that kind of scares you and holds the stare mm-hmm. um, to try to um, keep your attention. Kind of holds your attention. Yeah, holds yeah. your attention and kind of holds it. Um, and then there's on the on the right, there's a mesh scare that reveals kind of a men's skeleton ghost. Yeah, so, so the mesh was originally kind of like a uh, projection mapping of just like a brick wall. Um, that drops off strobe start and then behind the mesh wall a male uh, ghost like skeleton type figure right starts jumping out towards you right and then uh, you head uh, into more open room it's kind of full of like urns urns and cobwebs that are covered and the urns kind of like are like shake they're kind of mm, yeah they're, they're like, like not just like shake they're like full on just jolting all over right so um, as in like uh, something's trying to come out of them right. you could say so definitely some sort of mechanic on that mm-hmm. it's really cool um lots of really cool special effects oh yeah We're, you're gonna hear a lot of cool effects throughout here this is the first one you're like oh man like mm-hmm. yeah, you start to realize like oh there's some gonna be some cool effects oh, yeah. in this yeah, this house um then you where are we let's see um so after the you see the urns uh they kind of grab your attention with all the shaking to the right, there's another boo hole, oh, um, yes. where the same uh, male ghost that was behind the mesh scare 
jumps out at you as well. Right. Yeah. So you kind of get a second scare from him, which is a reoccurring thing yeah. in this yeah. house. There's, there's a lot of multiple scares from the same scare actor. There's a lot of pinball scares. Right. Definitely back and forth scares. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, you get scared from the first one, and then the second one, and then that third the third scare from this first character comes and gets mm-hmm. you a second time. They do that a lot. Like you were talking about the, the um, statue. Not only is she a good jump scare, but then she tries to hold your attention. There's a lot of that where they are really good in this house about grabbing your attention one way. Because they try that in a lot of houses, but this house excels at that. Right. Um, but anyways, so um, he jumps out and scares you outside of that boot hole. Um, the rest of the room, there's a little bit left. Uh, it just kind of feels like an open space. There's a fountain, a uh, bench in front of that fountain. Um, so, I, yeah, it's a, it's a, just kind of like a creepy space. Right. Um, there's one more thing about this room, though, before uh-huh. you head into the next. Um, so there's a transition hallway coming up, you would uh-huh. say. Uh, I think it's supposed to appear like you're kind of heading into another mausoleum. Right. Um, above this mausoleum, uh, there's graffiti that says, keep out. Gotcha. And then, yeah, so then you enter that transitional hallway. This is a very tight, kind of claustrophobic hallway. Um, there's shelves in, uh, on your left that are that have, like, candles and vases and items. They're kind of, like, in front of, like, crypts, you would mm-hmm. say. They're kind of, like... Um, and then... Um, on your right, there's also a crypt, like a big crypt. There's one big one that uh, um, says um, Angus Strickler, Ascension Paris, uh, 1819 to 1899. And as you're reading it, um, the floor of the crypt kind of falls down and reveals a ghost using strobes and kind of like a dummy, dummy ghost yeah. effect. Which is actually, um, it's done pretty well. Because the corner is so tight that you typically don't see um, the wall drop right. before. Because a lot of times with those wall drop scares, you'll hear you'll them, see, hear them way before. Yeah. But you're fully around the corner, um, caught by another loud scare before. So you aren't you're not really hearing it. Yeah, most people aren't hearing it beforehand. So the timing is really well. Right. Uh, and then as you around the corner on the left, there is another uh, boo hole with this character. And then another boo hole um, to your other left. Just around like yeah, another, around corner. another corner with a second um, scare from that same first character. Yep. So another one of those pinball scares. Mm-hmm. And he's just uh, another ghost. Uh, a lot of the male ghosts are going to look very similar. And he kind of had that same look right. as the first one you saw. And then they're just kind of more crypts with items left for the dead um, in this transition you see hallway. candles, vases, that right. kind of thing. And then it leads you into what we're calling room number three, which just kind of feels like an out. You're outdoor again. Mm. Um, you're first greeted kind of with a fireplace on the right, um, and then you kind of head into a, like it feels like another arch, another into, like a, mausoleum, an arc, a mausoleum arch. Um, there are boo holes there that are just big enough for faces, and that reveals what we're going to be calling. Um, I think we've called them as the smiling ghost before. I think officially they're called the Grinners. Grinners right? Yeah. I don't know if they have an official name, but I feel like most people go by the Grin- Grinners. Grinners. So basically, they're just um, ghosts that have that really creepy, like you know, the creepy clown smile. Yeah, just that's kind of what I'd yeah. I'd compare it to, like the really creepy large smile, and it's just glued to their face. Right. 
Um, these guys definitely scared the crap out of people. Oh, I they would were because the, and then what was great about them? Actually, tell tell them what they do next before I tell you what's great about so. Oh, okay. So then they, um, then you. Uh, let's see, where is it? So after you see their still faces. Oh yeah, as you see see their still faces, you continue kind of forward, and then they um, they pop out and they reveal their whole body. Exactly. So they do have a full scare after. Right. The great thing about these scare actors is that their faces were so creepy, you didn't need the full body scare. No, just you didn't. them staring at you. Like not even, it's not even like them jumping into the hole. They are just in the hole waiting. So when you walk in there, you see them, but when you look them in the eyes, you're like, these guys. Are absolutely terrifying, <laughs> right? And then they give you a full body scare. Yeah, after. Um, just another example of them using pinball scares. One because they're on each side of you, so you're kind of focused on the one on the left first, and you kind of peek the one on the right because he's a little bit more advanced. Then the one on the left does a full body scare around the corner. Right. All right. When you. Um, turn a corner and then there's kind of more tombs and candles and then you take a left and head into what we're calling room four mm -hmm. right um, upon stepping into uh, to this room there's a kind of a large vertical tomb with a projected face kind of out in the distance mm -hmm. as you advance there's a, a bigger opening with strobes and then that face is um, becomes like a full figure, full figure standing out there standing yeah. out there um then you continue down and this leads into an open area with like kind of like dead trees and moss filled with an open tomb which is is dark until a light uh, trigger reveals a, a dummy skeleton mm -hmm. all right and then um you continue from there and you t uh, take a right and then there's a sound like a large sound effect of a cracking stone and then uh, there's a ghost uh, boo hole where a ghost jumps out. Mm. That's a re really good scare right there. Oh, yeah, it is. And I think from this point, the house only intensifies. Right. And this is where you get a lot of the, uh, what you can probably call iconic moments of the house. Yeah, and I think at this out. point, uh, people are already, like, because of all those pinball yeah. scares, people just want to get out. So it's great, because this house, not only does it not let up, it scares the shit out of you and then kicks it up a notch after that. Right. It just keeps going. Um, and I, but and I know I, the first I, time I went in, this was like, okay, this was fun. But yeah. now but it's I'm kind of ready to leave. <laughs> I'm, ready, I'm ready to go. Um, but I think this is the point where you can start saying uh, the deadlocks in the line where it starts to really back up. They really start to occur right here in room number five. Right. Um, so... Then you uh, enter room number five. You're greeted with candles along the wall. Right in front of you, you see um, Nancy. And before you approach her, there's a, a, a boo hole where a ghost jumps out of a well, like a really wet, well hidden boo hole. And then you, as you approach Nancy, you realize that Nancy is FaceTiming her mother. And Nancy appears to be uh, in either dead or in about to die yeah no we must say she's in a coffin already like a standing she's vertically in a coffin her mouth is gaping open like um uh, i don't even know how to describe like like cartoonishly wide like, yeah like she's frozen yeah like mm. uh and as you approach the phone 
the the Nancy's mom actually starts to uh, kind of interact with you and plead mm. with you and be like, like why aren't you helping why my are daughter? you helping my daughter who are you where are where, yeah. yeah and you know she's asking or is Nancy are you okay what's up right what's going on um, really cool touch yeah that I think really a cool lot effect. of people enjoyed yeah I think this is also like one of those things that you're gonna remember you're gonna remember the FaceTime phone. and this, this is one of those things we were talking about before where they really grab your attention with one thing and then you have a great hidden scare to your left as you're focusing on like is she holding a phone is there someone on that phone <laughs> right and then you get scared yeah the scare um uh, you take a right uh, after that into a uh, tight short hallway um, where there is a uh, empty uh, open coffin where a skeleton, a skeleton puppet is kind of throw through hanging debris. Yeah. So I've experienced that multiple ways. So you, you on the right you do have that empty coffin. It's wide open, um, and it kind of doesn't look like there's much going on back there. It doesn't look like there's necessarily something behind it. Sometimes the skeleton would just kind of be hanging out like across the coffin, and sometimes he'd be completely pulled back into the the boo hole, you could say. Right. Um, but either way, he's going to be thrown and lunged towards you. He's like a skeleton, like you said, a puppet. He's like on a stick, I believe. Right. Um, and that, that was one that got a lot of people, which led into another great scare that right. is of the pinball effect. Right. So beyond the co- uh, coffin, there is a jump scare with a ghost. Uh, then you take a right into a tight corner where there's two small bull holes um, that are right about uh, face uh, level where a ghost hand kind of reaches out at you, mm-hmm. right? Um, this is a really cool effect. This, is... Yeah, th- so this this one corner, um, what would you say? It's a maybe like eight square feet. Yeah. it's Like it's yeah, a it's, really it's tight, tight corner. corner. You get the lunging skeleton on the right. You get an actual scare actor jumping around a corner on your left. As soon as you take a right around the corner... There's the boo hole with a hand reaching out at you. Right. So this can all happen to you literally within a second and a half, two right. seconds. Yeah. Yeah. If there's, if you have space, you might hit all of them. If you're just kind of, you like, probably will, because yeah. the timing was, if you were moving at all, you would catch all three. Right. Um. All right. Where were we at? Um. So the the hand boo hole. Okay. Um, then you take a hard left um, out of the corner where you see a mirror ha- hallway directly in front of you with many candles kind of along the ground. And this this looks like it stretches for yeah. This is long. I love a mirror a effects. Long way. This yeah. one is done really well. And like when we say it was covered by candles, the entire ground of that hallway appeared to be covered by candles. Yeah, it was really cool. Um, uh, this room feels cramped with like statues and benches and vines kind of overgrown all in it yeah i feel like it almost starts to get more overgrown at this point like you've got deeper into the cemetery and right there are just vines wrapped around everything um and it just feels really tight because of all the objects around you there's like uh the statues uh, there's one of it like an angel so you really get that cemetery vibe as well yeah, on the opposite side of the hallway, a ghost jumps out of you with the kind of a sound of the crushing stone. Um, should we talk about kind of the sound the, the ghost yeah, yeah. makes now? So, so basically time? every time a ghost comes out, uh, a good 75% of the time you hear like this crackling stone or like stone like falling, you could say. Um, but you're also going to hear these ghosts. Uh, they made a very... Um, like a screech almost. Yeah, like right? a screech. 
Um, and it was the same every time, almost. They almost always sounded exactly the same. And I'm not going to try to recreate it, because <laughs> I'm not going to do it well. Right. But it was like a screeching scream. Very um, terrifying. I would... Yeah, like almost like bird-like, you could right. say, too. Um, kind of sound like a little dinosaur or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah almost kind of like a pterodactyl yeah. squeal. But I know those... Those sounds got a lot of people. Yeah. The noises they made were honestly scary. Um, and every time they jumped out, you'd hear it. All right. And then after that, you would take a right into what we're calling room six slash candle hallway. Now, if you've listened to the podcast before, we have talked about this room. Yeah. I think it's Duff's yeah. favorite room. Yeah, I, I, I will preface year. this. It would. It is quite possibly. I feel like this is. there's too much... To go over it to actually decide this 100%. But there's a possibility. This is my favorite room in any house of all time. Yeah. Duff it really is. loves this room. And I, I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. You <laughs> could possibly feel similar. I don't know how many better rooms you can experience. I've only hit it like perfectly a couple of times. Yeah. So I don't think my love for it is as much as you. Mm. But I know you've hit it. Perfect, really perfect. Like get the exact here. timing you should get. Yeah, yeah. So that that is one. Of I'll the, let you talk about this room. That one of the detractors is that timing does matter. The way we're going to describe this is if you're hitting it timed near perfectly, at least. Um. So basically, you're going to be walking into what is a pretty dark hallway. Along the sides, you're going to have candles along walls. Um, there's like little um step-ins just along the wall there's like four of them two on each side um there's just flickering candles slightly lighting that area um suddenly you're gonna hear the ghost mother say why have you defiled our places of rest um she has a very creepy voice she does that that was executed well it's like a whisper but like yeah it's kind of like a whispering stern terrifying sound um then you hear Kind of like the whistling of a wind. Uh-huh. And then progressively, from where you're standing, the candles blow out each step-in section at a time until the very end. Um, let me tell you, this effect terrified everyone I saw in front of me. <laughs> Every single time. The reaction was usually, hell no. <laughs> Absolutely not. This is not happening. I'm closing my eyes, and I'm running. Right. No, um, if you get or time, stopping, right, one of the it's two. It's so awesome. Yeah, it's fantastic. Um, so mid midway through, in like one of the the step ins in the walls, there's a statue. Um, where if you get this timed correctly, um, it's dark by the time you hit that. All the candles have blown out. Um, you hear one of those patented screeches that they make. The statue lunges at you from nearly pitch black, and it's a great scare. But that is far from all in this room. No, there's no. much more. No, 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 no. So you look just a bit further down. You're, you're near the end of the hallway at this point, And you notice that there's a wall with, what is it, 9, 12, like, doll-looking figures. Right. Lit kind of by, all backlit. Lit yeah. by, backlit by candles. As you start approaching these candles, <clears throat> you hear the ghost mother, like in that whispering, creepy voice, say, My children. And, and you're already terrified because you heard her say that. You're like, uh, hold on a minute. <laughs> um, so then the candles by each doll kind of get brighter for a moment. 
um, and their heads lift up towards you of each doll. Um, you hear that loud swoosh of the wind again. Uh-huh. All the candles go out. Immediately to your left, there's a scare actor that's a ghost that can't even be five feet. There's no way yes, they're five. They're very like small. very small. Uh, jumps out. Just to your left as you're staring directly in front of you. And I said I didn't see many people fall this year. This was the number one <laughs> right. spot I watched people fall. Right. Yeah, it was very well done. And also, while all of this is going on, there's like a, like an ominous version of like Ring Around the Rosie. Yes. It's like yeah. playing so in the it's, background. So it's like, so right after, so if you're timing it perfect, right after you get the statue scared, the lights slowly flicker, the candles slowly flicker back on. There's a couple second pause, and once you're near the dolls, you start hearing a very ominous, like, high-key piano version of Ring Around the Rosie start playing. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, if you're one of those people who's scared of like children and like horror movies, good luck. <laughs> good luck, and good luck in the next room too. Yes, I'll let you take the next room too because I know no from this point on this is kind of your baby. Like this <laughs> okay, <is laughs> fair, fair enough. Um, so after this room, um, you're kind of coming around a corner and you're going to come into this big open space of a room um, and it's actually two stories um, again we're going to act as if you kind of timed this perfectly how it's supposed to be experienced um, you're going to see children all over the place what you'll find is some of these are static dummies, some of them are real scare actors um, there's going to be lights that kind of slowly flash around the room, the room's pretty dark the lights are kind of just like very low like purples and blues to keep it pretty dark um, and while that's playing you're going to hear them either um, ring around, sing ring around the rosy again the children actually singing this time mm-hmm. um, or they uh, say red rover red rover um, terrifying ter- yeah it's <laughs> horrifying I do not want to come on over actually no I do not I'm not um, going to run come on over the lights will flash and go out and then the real scare actors will jump out. Um, and this room was done very well again. Uh, I don't know if I have any complaints about this room or any of the previous rooms, to be honest. Um, I know this is probably some of the, the scariest room for some people. Oh, yeah. Like, some people oh, at this could, point, they were just like... Like, if you are one of those people who just does not handle children horror, children right. in horror, this room will ruin you. Yeah. Um, but after that um, you're going to start to exit the room around the right if you look directly above you um, you are going to find Sid he's kind of like pinned to the top of an arch he's definitely dead at this point so you finally get to see what happens to Sid you found his fate and he's still gripping his spray paint can Um, it kind of has that whole like cartoony mouth open thing like you saw with Nancy before you're going to turn a corner to the left, a very tight corner, and look up, and you'll also find Nancy again. Yeah. Kind of looking the same. It's this kind time. of a weird angle to see Nancy. You're looking up, like, yeah, she has her legs are kind of like skirt. short skirt. Yeah, it's kind of uh, kind of odd if you look up, and you're kind of just like, her like her legs are kind of like half open. Yeah. Uncomfortable. Anyway. <laughs> uh, very uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, but she's, again, she's kind of like wrapped in vines to be pinned up there. Um, and she's holding her phone still. This time with the iPhone dead battery logo. Right. Um, so it, it's over. Her mom maybe found out what happened to her. 
yeah. Don't know, but uh, she's not there anymore. And this is going to lead us into what we're going to call Room 8. Yes, so Room 8, then you around the left corner, reveals a little girl to the left who, who's saying, Play with us. Um, then uh, the strobe lights flashes and lunges at the guest as a dynamic voice repeating uh, to play with her. Hmm. And this was kind of terrifying. Just so you see this little girl and she's, you know, play with It's like it's creepy. Yeah. And then she like when she lunges, play with us. <laughs> yes, she goes from zero to sixty very quickly. Yes, and it's great. Around the corner, there is uh, the to the right. There's a strobes flash, and a ghost jumps out um, after being on his hands and knees. Mm-hmm. So this is kind of like a um, like a full, kind of a floor scare. Sort of. So, so he's kind of hiding like behind a wall on his hands and knees. So he's kind of like lunging up at you yeah so yeah, I'd call him kind of a floor scare but he comes up and yeah. stands in the end right then you enter uh, arches that finally reveal Evangeline's tomb yep. so you kind of made it to the end um, you're in the center of the graveyard at this yeah. point um, walking through an overgrown empty hall uh, leads you to a room on the right um, then you enter into probably the reason why it was so bad oh 100% which we uh, are going to call Room 9, which is the pitch black hallway uh, where it was like literally a pitch black room. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was no lights where all you could hear uh, around you in like kind of bouncing back and forth and into each ear, mm-hmm. like different, play with us, I'm here. I'm pretty sure at some point I've heard like help us yeah. and stuff like that. I don't know how they did this. This was like... But the way, yeah, the depth perception of your hearing is... is I don't yeah. know if that's... But, like, it literally sounds like the kids are whispering. Right. They're coming closer. They're further away. They're coming closer to you. It's really... And it's absolutely pitched. So, basically, the reason this backed up is because there were certain guests who would take a step into the room and say, yeah, no, not doing it, and would literally step out of the room and just stand there and say, I'm not going no. in there. Right. It is pitch black. I hear children. <laughs> And like it's it's so pitch black that you can't see the end when you step in. No, you can't. So it you are literally like, just walking through a pitch black. It feels black, like you're gonna have to walk through hallway. it until you. Yeah, you don't know how long it's gonna be. And it it's not like, one of those things where like too. you can like feel the edges around you. It just no. feels like this open, yeah, dark space. Yeah, and you can't tell where it's gonna end. No, you just have to. Not until you're already like into it enough where you've right. committed. And yeah, no, people got absolutely terrified in it. And I watched multiple guests have to get escorted out by team members through a back door because they refused to go through that hallway. Yeah. Um, exiting the dark hall, you take a sharp uh, right and come face to uh, the glowing um, mother um, where the angel music still plays. Strobes flash, and underneath the glowing mother, as a ghost jumps from underneath her. Then you take a left surrounding by skulls and bones stuck into the walls, and then you reach, finally, mm-hmm. the exit of the house, and you are ready for the exit. Yeah. It's not one of those where you were like, man, I wish this was longer. You're, I, I think most people lucked out that that last scare isn't very intense, right. because when he said the scare comes from underneath the statue, like, it really does, and it's just kind of like the arm and head coming out a bit. Right. It's not really, doesn't feel like it's lunging at you fully. So like that—that's that's actually probably one of the weakest scares in the entire house. Yeah, the final one, definitely. Um, but you do finally get to get like a full face-on encounter with the glowing mother. Right. 
All right, so that is kind of the walkthrough of the house. Now we kind of wanted to go kind of have like different, how do we describe these? Like different. So kind of different factors. Right, factors uh, or Ways to rate the house. Rate the house, and we're going to go do these, each one. And these are kind of our our opinions. And then also remember that within these categories, it's not kind of like a cumulative. Like you can't add these numbers up and go nuts to level this house was. So you're going to have certain houses where one of the scales is really low, but it's still an amazing house because right. just didn't need that. Right. You're going to have others where, honestly, the scales are mainly higher, but overall the house was right. not as good. So the first one is scary scale. So this is going to be on a 1 to 10 scale. Uh, Duff, how would you rate from 1 being something that's not scary at all? Mm. Like, I don't know, like a really, really... Uh, cute puppy that comes up and you know licks your face to 10 which is something super scary you're about to die yeah like yeah something very terrifying like that puppy is about to lick your face and then reveals that the puppy's tongue is covered with a bunch of needles that you don't know where they've been and they're about to uh oh to infect you it's still a puppy, so it wouldn't be a 10 for me. But anyways, um, one way I'm going to look at the scary scale is not necessarily fully how I felt about that, but watching other people throughout the houses and how much it scared them. For me, uh, Graveyard Games has to be at least a 9. Yeah, this house definitely. terrified people. We were talking about they simply had a dark room, and people refused to go in it. They were so scared. I watched multiple deck on this one. Uh, the way the pinball scares were laid out, the way they grabbed your attention, caught you off guard. So many of the scares were performed so well. Um, the sounds in there were terrifying. The effects worked really well as scares. Yeah, nine for me, easy. Same. I'm gonna have to go with a nine. Yeah. Yeah. It was very scary. And then, for all intents and purposes, we are going to use the same score because it's like our. Yeah, it's like our HHN three six five rating rather than our personal yeah. ratings. Yeah, and if and if they differ, we'll probably we'll, we'll it. let you know. But this house is not really going to no, differ too no. much. Um, our second scale we're going to rate each house is immersive scale. So this is um, how much are you taken out of that you are at a Halloween Horror Nights mm-hmm. event and you feel like you are actually in wherever you're supposed to be. And then if you've listened to our uh, first annual <laughs> right? and all the awards we gave out, there was a specific house that may have won most immersive. <laughs> that house was called Graveyard Games. <laughs> right. So I think it's going to get a pretty high score. Right. Um, and I think, uh, what did we go with in the end there, Mike? Uh, we, we did a nine. Nine. I would say and it, I think it was that's very fair. immersive. Yeah. yeah. I don't yeah. think it fully hits a ten. Almost, almost. I would say almost. It's not far. It's, you, it, it's probably borderline nine and a half at yeah. least. I mean, because it's so long and so scary, mm-hmm. like you forget that you're walking through a haunted house and yeah. you just went out of there. Yeah, it's true. I think the only things that they can improve on that I don't know if any house I've ever been through hits a 10 because I'm going to hold it to the fact that when I look up, what do I see? Right. And a lot of times you're still going to see scaffolding. Scaffolding, rafters. It's it's supposed to be outside. Once I go through a house that hits immersiveness of this house's level and eliminates that, then I'll give out a 10. Right, right. 
Um, the third scale, this one's kind of just kind of for fun. Um, this year there really wasn't a, anything that really was going to be on the scale too much, but we're going to call it the hotness factor. Yeah. Um, so in years past, there's definitely one house that's kind of there to kind of... Uh, At least one. Titillate, I yeah. guess, to be a you know to to make it kind of like a PG thirteen yeah. type of event, whereas there's gonna be some there's gonna be some sexy factor. Typically referred to as the hot house. The, the hot house. So this is called the hotness scale. Yes. Um, on this one, from a scale to one to ten, how would this one be? Um, one, maybe one and a half to two range, just because. They definitely put Nancy in a short skirt. Yeah, they put Nancy in a short skirt, and she's kind of like a goth, and some people are finding yeah. these goths kind of cute. cute mm. uh, so you might be able to push it to a two for that reason only. She, she's not. She's not. She's not meant to be not like to be sexy. sexy or titillating. Yeah. No, she's not. She's not. They don't really lean into that curve ever. Mm. Um, but you know, but she's right. Is that she, enough, right, the, is she that is enough to just sport. push it up beyond a one? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. So. Uh, we'll put a one point five. Okay, fair. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I there's probably people who found Sid hot too, right? Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. So I would say, but I mean, Sid and Nancy are too attractive. They definitely people. didn't try to make him hot in any no. way. The only reason they tried to make the only reason I'd say that at all is they tried to make her hot. Right. Quotations um, is the short skirt. Right. And she's all supposed to be a teenager, so like. How you know? I hope that wasn't their <laughs> thought process. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely it makes you uncomfortable as, yeah. as a grown ass yes, man. Yes, it does. Yeah, for sure. Um, gore, gore factor. So this one, uh, this one's just you know, uh, blood and guts. Not necessarily just blood and guts, but you know, that's definitely a lot of blood and guts yeah. is going to put it higher up on this. Dead bodies, dead bodies, and, you know. decaying stuff. Yeah, dead things. One, this one, what would you, on the scale of 1 to 10, what would you rate this for the gore factor? I think this would be pretty low. Um, yeah, it's not very gory. A 3. I'm glad it's not. They don't really have not, to It wasn't it. necessary. And it was still very scary. I feel like it can get up to a 3 simply because um, the ghost's appearance was very skeletal. They looked yeah. kind of like decaying skeletons. Um, the fate of Sid and Nancy, I while think that's they what adds it. they weren't cut open or anything right. like that. But they had clearly been, they, they had life sucked out of them. Like, if right. you watch The Mummy, yeah, um, like the more recent, the Brandon Fraser ones, like right. what happens to their bodies once he sucks the life out of them, that's kind of how they looked. Yeah, and I feel like they're not necessarily gory, but just the way their face is yeah. like, distorted, it's really dis, they disheartening. Become, yeah, it's they like become very unhuman. Gross. Yeah, it becomes unhuman, and it makes you feel uncomfortable, so it comes off as yeah. gory. So when we say gory, like we don't mean the typical, just purely gore and right. There are other factors. Yeah. And I think that's what gets it to like a three. Right. Because if you looked at it just literally from blood and cut up people, this is a zero. This is zero. There's no blood. There's, yeah. there's no blood. But... I feel like Sid and Nancy do feel deformed. Like they are, they are not. Oh there. yeah, no, yeah, they they, definitely... they slowly deteriorate through the house. Right. Yeah. So I feel for that factor, I feel like it's a, a little mm -hmm. bit of a three. Yeah, definitely for a gore factor. And then uh, lastly, we're gonna call this the leg legacy prediction scale. So on a scale of one to uh, ten, how 
high do you think that the legacy of this house is going to continue mm-hmm. into HHN lore? Are we going to see sequels? Are we going to look back and th- see this like uh, as being something that continues mm-hmm. past just HHN twenty? In twenty years, are HHN fans still going to be clamoring over graveyard games? Right. And I think we decided one thousand percent. Yes, they will. It was a t- yeah. It's we, a it's a ten out of ten. It's a ten out of ten. It is going to be. One of those houses that is regarded of the best of all time for right. a very large portion right. of the fan base. I would say there, HHN 29 has three things that are really going to have this probably a 10 out of a 10, which makes HHN 29 a really strong event, in mm-hmm. my opinion. This is one of them. Yeah. Should I reveal what I think the other two are? Um, I'm just... interested because I'm not sure there's another 10. I think there's very high ones. I don't know if I have another 10. I think oh, so. I'm, I know you're gonna say monsters. I'm, so I was gonna say monsters. The monsters is a ten. I didn't see it as a ten, but I think most people yeah. agree it's a ten. People are gonna think about monsters. The other one is um, Marathon of Mayhem. I would say ah, that is one of those things. Yeah, yeah. Uh, as far as it, shows go, yes. especially if it never comes back. If it never comes back, it's always gonna be remembered as the best. Well, if you're banking show. in on that, I'm gonna say it's not gonna be a ten out of ten. Because there's going to be something very similar. There's going to come back. So then then it probably won't be a 10 out of the 10 because we're going to keep seeing it in the future. But if we never see anything like it again, it will live on as being probably the best show. And I also think one thing that would hold back Monsters is that it's far from the first incarnation. So at some point in the future, it's going to be tough to fully stand out. As you've seen this uh, multiple times, um, not too far apart, um, whereas Graveyard Games is a lot easier as a pure original. Right. It's not a sequel. So, like, a sequel of Graveyard Games, could it be as good? Yes. Would it have the same legacy score as Graveyard Games? No, because it's a sequel at that point. So I think that's kind of holding Monsters back a bit, where it's maybe like an 8.5, a a 9 on my scale. Just because I think at some... There are a lot of people who disagree with you. I kind of agree with you. I don't don't think they... For my reasoning, I don't think people would disagree with me. I'm not saying it's on how good it was. It's a full point, point and a half worse than Graveyard Games at all. But as far as legacy goes, they're just... You've experienced other monsters' houses, depending on who you are. We're saying, like, people have been to HHN a lot. You've experienced others' monsters' houses. But none so of them the, are quite like But this. down the line, you aren't going to be like, man, as much as... Like, for Graveyard Games, you're like, I remember that very specific right. house because that's the one experience I've had of it. Right. Whereas with monsters, it's like uh, maybe Some it's kind of getting blend together, blending, yeah. and yeah, I can see that. I definitely see them trying to do more Universal monsters to catch that same lightning in a bottle. What they did with and these, that would ruin that. this one a little bit more. To be honest, right? It would. It would hurt the legacy. If you're if you're gonna have one, say in two years, right? That's really gonna start to blend in. You're gonna be like, I remember, I really like that house. I remember these specific scenes, and you're gonna see it again. But I can't, you know, I won't be able to walk through the house in my mind like I'm going to be able to do with graveyard games. Right. All right. Well, that wraps up our very first house side dissection. Yeah. I enjoyed it. That was yeah. fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I I feel, I don't know, let us know how you guys thought. Yeah. But I enjoyed doing this, so I think we're going to keep doing it. Yeah. I mean, right? if you absolutely hate them, 
We're probably still gonna keep doing them. So sorry. I mean, yeah, I we like. I guess just don't listen. Like, I mean, the numbers don't lie. So if people aren't listening, I guess we'll stop making them. But no, nah, we won't. <laughs> we'll just we'll accept we just our losses. Won't, we won't release them. Yeah, <laughs> we'll we'll make them for ourselves. Because I enjoyed that. Yeah, I enjoyed. Um, although we remembered the house really well, we still had to do research, of course. Yeah, I enjoyed diving back in. Yeah. and fully experiencing is, it again. This whole podcast is for us. Oh yeah, <laughs> for the most I, part. I've never like recorded and been like, man, that was tedious. Oh. Yeah, we do this. We would be talking about this, doing this, if we weren't recording. Yeah. So we just decided yeah, to turn basically. on mic. To be honest with you, we're revealing just how big a nerds we are. Yeah, this is all it is. Like literally, this is what we would talk about if we were just sitting here yeah. drinking beer. <laughs> we would. When we were. We were we sitting would. here drinking beer <laughs> while recording this. We would be talking. We're we now would. just sitting in front of computers and a mic. Right. The difference is sports is not on. That's yes, about that's it. That's the only difference. That's the only yeah. difference is there's not some sort of sports mm-hmm. ball. Yeah, no. Um, so if you're ever wondering, do they really like HHN that much? Or are they just kind of hopping on the wave and taking advantage? No, we really just like it that <laughs> we much. We do. We do like it. Um, yes, we, we do like it. Um, and if you like it, remember, reach out to us. Yeah. We're looking for, not sure we're looking for anyone for the trivia. Although if you're interested, reach out because we do have people drop out. Right. Also update on trivia. It's going to be bi-weekly. Right. Um, and we're always cool with having a third co-host for any of these. We always just want a guest. In yeah, general. absolutely. Um, if you have a house that you really want to talk about, and we're we haven't done a dissection on it, reach out to us. We'll bring um, you into that. Yeah. I wanted to take a moment and just talk about how happy we are with the kind of reception we've received yeah, lately. Yeah, it's been great. Um, I think the, the 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 momentum has really been building. Mm-hmm. We've been getting a lot of interaction on Twitter, Instagram, yeah. a lot of DMs. Keep them coming. We love them. Yeah, we, honestly. We'll try to respond to all of them. When, when we say we love interaction, we see notifications on Twitter and Instagram. We're like, oh, yeah. Yeah. So yes. keep, keep it up. Um, yeah, so... Keep yeah. listening. The listener listening. numbers have us very... Like, we, I don't think we expected the numbers to be as high as they were as soon as they right. were for us jumping in halfway through HHN 29. Yeah. We thought like we'd maybe get these numbers like into 30. Right. And we're already getting them. And it's very encouraging for us to see right. that. Like we would keep doing it either way, but it helps us get like excited. Like we're like, wow. Right. Like people are actually like keep coming back and listening. Right. And that's yeah. crazy. I will say that um, I like feedback, so we're not getting uh, we're not I getting want, a lot of feedback. We're not getting a lot of feedback. We're getting some feedback. Um, we will take any feedback as long as it's constructive. Yeah. We're not asking for you to review us on any sort of um, nope. things. We don't care about those. Nope. We don't care about the numbers. We're not care about reaching out to any more people. So you don't feel like you have to go rate yeah. us on. If that's Apple. what you're about, if you enjoy it, rating, go for go it. Go for it. We're more just like, hey, reach out to us in a DM and be like, hey, I love the show. You could do this better. Do it. Reach out to us. Although, hey, this didn't work. This did work. Reach out to us. Again, like we said, the like iTunes review is the biggest one. If you honestly think we're a three, we'll say, you can go give us a three. Give and us a leave three. Leave a review. Yeah. We aren't going to complain about it. Yeah, we don't care. We're not someone who's going to say, don't care. oh, you didn't like us? Well, uh, just don't rate us. No. Or go give us five stars anyways. No. Tell I us. mean, send me a DM. Yeah. I, if, if, I would say if you're thinking about, hey, like I didn't like it. Maybe instead of making writing that that review, maybe just send me a DM. Yeah, yeah. Do it. Do it how you would like. Do it how yes. That's true. We just want to hear some way. Yeah, we would like to know in general what you think. Sure. All right. Well, uh, 
Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back probably what next week. We'll be back next we'll week. We'll be sure. back next and week, and then uh, we should be having uh, round two of round two HHN three six five trivia. Yeah, and then um, I don't know what we're probably another dissection, but possibly um, dissection. Uh, I don't know. There's options, man. There's t- yeah. There's tons. Maybe of we'll stuff. pop out with an interview. Maybe we'll pop out with a drunk movie review. We definitely have another interview lined up. Um, we the interview that I talked about, you know, a couple months ago. It's, it's still there. It's just scheduling complex. This is a very busy person. They have like seven jobs. Mm-hmm. I'm not lying. Um, so it's just hard to get our schedules lined up with this person. Um, but uh, we'll let it happen. This the, yeah, inter- yeah. we'll have an interview with this character. It's coming. So they're still interested. We're still interested. It's just getting the schedules lined up. Mm-hmm. We have a lot coming down the pipeline. We don't know what we're gonna bring you next. We usually don't till a few days before, just because. That's how schedules work. Um, the only thing I know is we're going to try to bring you uh, the next round of trivia and uh, some other fun content to yeah. pair with it. We have a lot of stuff coming up, too. We have a lot of games. A lot of games. I hope we you love enjoy games. games. And if you don't enjoy games, maybe let us know that now before we start playing a bunch of games. Yeah. And if you'd like to be in the games, let us know because yes. we're going to have a lot of spots. Like I said, if you're interested in trivia, just because we don't have the spots open now doesn't mean we're not going to do trivia again. And doesn't mean we're not going to have another game that would kind of fit what you're looking for that we'd put you on the list for. So, yeah. so if you want to play a game, just let us know. We're we're going to have a ton of them. Oh yeah, but that's how we're going to fill a lot of this off season. As oh yeah, games. and that's, I think that's the most fun way to do it. Uh, there's likely going to be prizes involved for each yeah. game. Yeah, um, definitely. So yeah. All right. Well, uh, thank you so much for listening, and uh, we'll see you in the streets.